Oh, you look like a, you're at some high class hotel right now. Yeah, that's just my bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my camera's not on. I just realized that. Yeah. So am I going to talk to myself all the time? No, you're Hello. not. I started uh, tabbing favorite parts that I was notating for my notebook. Yeah. And then like, you know how yesterday, obviously I was like, fuck it. I need to just go start <laughs> reading because I'm going too slow. Especially mm-hmm. once you told me you were on chapter 20 something. I was like, I got Don't forget read. though, I'm a fast reader. I know, I know. But I also want to challenge myself um to because girl, like I'm the, the reason why I'm a soul reader is because I started thinking, I was like, oh, let me just watch something. Cause I could have been reading, I ended up watching predestination. What is that? Predestination. It has what is that actor's name? He reminds, okay, he's, it's not him, but he reminds me of Dr. Strange. Ethan Hawke. Oh, yeah. Wait, he doesn't, he looks nothing like David Tennant. No, he doesn't, but his, so I don't, uh, ma- his mannerism reminds me of Dr. Strange in his movies. Oh, Dr. Strange. I thought mm-hmm. you said Dr. Who. That's Benedict oh, Cumberbatch. No. Yeah, no. I don't even know who that is. That's Dr. Strange. <laughs> Oh, okay. So Dr. David Strange. Tennant. David Tennant is the one who was Doctor Who that you really like. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. But I like him because of Jessica Jones. Whatever. <laughs> okay, let's let's just start. Welcome to Slightly Bookish. Today we are talking about a lot like Adios by. You're gonna have to say the author's name for me, Alexis. Alexis Daria. Yes, because you have a perfect. <laughs> you have a better accent than me not true yes it is anyways um yeah that's what we're discussing today and luckily I feel very proud of myself I read this in seven days right yeah which is really good that's a new record for you I have to say it usually takes you a lot longer I was surprised you were you said yes I was like I'm just gonna ask her I know it's all last minute let's start you want to read this and record sooner than what we expected why would you be surprised you know I can knock out a book in just a few days if I have to because you were in a reading slump. That's true. What book did you read before this one? Like actually read or Mm -hmm. was like reading bits and pieces? What was the last book you finished and then the book you started to try to read? Ooh, the last book I finished. I actually don't remember the last book I finished, but I have been trying to get through, um, a good girl's guide to murder. And it's not that it's not good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I find myself fascinated by it. I just, I've been in this slump where I just couldn't like get myself to sit and really read it. And then, so I would try reading something else and nothing really stuck. So it's not even like memorable as to what mm-hmm. I was reading, but you know, but this one, a lot like adios, such a quick read. Yeah. I loved it. I knew you were going to like it. Great. What, well, I mean, I love the first one. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we did, me and Jess did read the first one and we were going to record it like, what, a year ago? But yeah, obviously, we did it. Yeah, we ended up just reading and talking about it on our own time yeah. rather than actually podcasting about it. But I mean, yeah, I love this one. I thought it was such a fun read and it was so easy to move through. Like, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Do you... I'm trying to think how I want to go. I, okay. I did not outline for this episode at all. So I'm just going to wing it. Which is how most of our conversations go. So that's okay. Basically just, well, just to pre-warn people. Um, Who do you like more though? Michelle or Jasmine? You know what? I think honestly, I connect more with Michelle. I figured you would. I thought of you a lot. It, it reminded me of myself, which was really like, it was creepy. It was like, ew, is this about me? But then also, please, I hope it's not about me. Um, and no, I did. I do connect with her in the sense where she's just like really upfront. She's like really tough and easygoing and doesn't really take crap from anybody. But then like deep in the surface, she has all these like, she has insecurities, but she also has 
you know, past things that have affected her future decisions, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah, I really did connect with that. So I definitely like Michelle more than I like Jasmine. How about you? Who did you connect with more? I feel I like, okay. I like Jasmine way more than I do like Michelle only because really? I'm just, because I'm more, I'm just as dramatic as Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> um, the drama. Yes. I'm all about the drama, but I did connect with Gabe a lot more than I did with Michelle in this book. I could see that. Yeah. That makes sense. I can see that a lot. But um, why? Tell me why that is. The family dynamic part um, where there is a part where he says, oh, I think I wrote it down because we were talking about quotes. So this is my quote where he talks about following your dream is like a cardinal sin to his family. Mm-hmm. And I related to that part a lot about, well, not that like, like this podcasting stuff is weird to my mom. It's not something she's like, what, why are you mm-hmm. doing that for? Like, why, why are you going to talk about books? Who's going to be listening to it? Cause this is a world she doesn't know anything about. So right. yeah, that's why I was, I feel like I relate to Gabe a lot. Yeah. I, I think um, the territory of having a Hispanic family, I think a lot of them are like that. You know, um, they don't understand this modern world. And there is a lot of people who do get it now. You know, they understand it. They're with the times. Um, but like, if you really think about it, you know, their main focus was work hard and mm-hmm. you can have the American dream. Once that American dream is achieved, like you have a house your kids are taken care of and you know, you have a little money in the bank. That was it. Yeah. Anything outside of that, like going beyond that did it, it doesn't make sense. You know, it goes against everything that they were ever taught or told or how they were raised. I don't quite understand it. And see, and that's what I really, girl, well I'll get to that part first um that's what I related to a lot just because my mom is the type I was raised by a single mother for those listening she grinded in me like get a city job get retirement get benefits and then you can get a home and then you can do whatever you want as long as you have those things and that's how I lived my life for a long time and then once I deterred away from it not that my mom like disowned me or anything like Gabe went through but Mm -hmm. she was very confused and frustrated once I left and obviously you know me I'm always complaining if I'm a dollar short on anything (laughs) I'm like like, well you should if you have a city job you wouldn't be struggling with money well I was struggling with money with a city job and without it doesn't matter right yeah yeah no um my dad's the same way you know um my parents aren't together and I was mostly raised by my mom. My dad lives in California. So we're here in Texas. Um, But my dad is somebody like, he's one of those people. Have y'all ever seen those memes where it's like, you try to make a funny joke and you tell Mm -hmm. your parent a funny joke and it turns into a lecture. That is straight (laughs) up my dad. That is my dad. Like you try to tell him a joke and then all of a sudden he's talking about 401ks and retirement and all this other stuff, which is cool. Cause like, had he not, I never would have learned. Mm-hmm. But um, the flip side of that is like, you know, let me live. I don't, I don't want to spend my entire life working the same job that I don't like just because it pays me enough to get by, you know, and, funny. and I want something that's actually going to bring substance to my life and bring me happiness, not some nine to five that's not going to do it for me. Not to say nine to fives aren't good. I work mm-hmm. one now, but you know, it's not my, I'm not going to retire doing this. Hi friends, just wanted to give you a heads up. July 5th, we will be discussing Ophelia After All. It's about a teen girl who navigates friendship drama, the end of high school, and discovering her queerness. Ophelia After All is a hilarious, heartfelt, contemporary young adult novel by Raquel Marie. So I hope you join me and Victoria as we discuss it on July 5th. Other than that, back to the episode. Oh, girl. Okay. So I just literally just finished this book like 30 <laughs> minutes ago. I love how the chapters weren't that long. That's, I want to mm-hmm. say that. But this, let me, what chapter was it? Because I marked it. 
I think it was chapter 26 or 27. I was, Mm -hmm. I was like, how long is his parents going to be there? When is he shipping them back to New York? Cause I'm trying to, cause I was trying to, why did that bother you so much? No, it didn't. It didn't bother me. I liked it. It made me kind of tear up that whole chapter, but I'm like, come on, I need to hurry up and finish on time. That was the only reason why I was thinking in my head. (laughs) I was like, wait, that was like a crucial part of the book. No, like that chapter was really important because, you know, they finally started to understand each other. Mm -hmm. It, it, it was awesome because you saw that there was growth on both sides. Like he grew up and finally realized that his mom wasn't against him. She was trying really hard to keep to like help him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be that mediator. And his dad, you know, finally understood where he was coming from. He was just worried about his son. Yeah. And there's finally that understanding amongst each other. And they wouldn't have gotten that had they not grown up a little. Yeah. And that's, I, that chapter really made me tear up. I was <laughs> like, how can I convince Jess to bake peace? <laughs> I I I was craving the conchas too. I was like, man, because I finished the book this morning. Mm-hmm. You know, I woke up and I was reading before I got out of bed and I hadn't even had my coffee. And then they started talking about conchas. I was like, man, that sounds good. I it want does. a concha with my coffee. And all the coffee. All the coffee. Ugh, it was my dream. I was like, I need a, co- a cup of coffee right now. And I'm someone who can drink coffee at night and I can still go to bed. So I was oh, like, I'm making me a too. Pot. Yeah. Me too. That that says a lot about my caffeine addiction and because I can, I can drink coffee no matter what. And there's this place here in Austin. Um, that's like this Cuban place that make like the perfect coffee. And it's so, ah, uh, wait, here so in good. Austin? Mm-hmm. where it's off of, um, Montopolis. It's okay. like a little, it's a little tiny. You're going to take me there. Cafe Nenai. Oh, it's so good. You're going to take me there. I'll have you I will take me. you there. Because <laughs> you know I'm scared of that area. Okay. It's not well, that bad. It has tiny lanes. It does. Yes. Yeah. It does. You'll be fine. You can be. <laughs> no. You, you know I'm a horrible driver. Lane. You know how many accidents I've been in? And Joseph, what I just, she loves to bake. That's why I asked her. If she's I do love bake. to bake. It makes me, you know, stress reliever feels really good um okay well let's start with this in the beginning what did you think about how it started because I believe it started with Gabe's introduction first him in in California and the gym and then um then it went to Michelle receiving that email from him Mm -hmm. I liked the way it started I liked that um, the book didn't, I think, you know, like in the, in the last books, uh, Mm -hmm. you had me at Ola, Jasmine was the main character. And in this one, I felt like there wasn't that Michelle wasn't meant to be the main character. I think it was supposed to be like two main characters. Yeah, You know what I mean? And so I feel like I really liked that she started with Gabe and his backstory because it's important. All of this surrounded his journey to create this gym and to move forward with it. And well, it didn't start with that. It basically started with him trying to get away from his family and make a life for himself. But I liked the fact that it started with his, his point of view first and with his story and then moved on to Michelle and how it all connected. I really like that. As soon as Michelle's connected, right? She had Uh said... She was like, how dare he? Well, she didn't say that exactly. I'm using my own words. I'm trying <laughs> to find it real quick. Yeah. There was a section she was like, fuck you, Gabe. Well, she says his own name. And then she's yeah. like, basically, how dare you message, email me saying you miss me? I was, and I wrote on the side, I was like, hell yeah, same here. I was like, <laughs> like you ran away. What? What makes you think you can just come back and email? I miss you yeah how dare you even put that in an email and I've, I was kind of thinking I was like I wonder if he's going to be kind of a jerk because like Ashton and you had me out Ola he I don't think he was a jerk he was just really reserved very that, guarded yes he was very guarded because of his son and everything and his family but with this one I had I thought Gabe was going to be like kind of an asshole but he's good to Michelle but an asshole to With everybody like that else. machismo vibe. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he wasn't that at all. 
No. He, no. it surprised me how she wrote him. He had a lot more emotion and a lot more depth than a lot of these characters in a lot of books. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times they have them just like Ashton where they're guarded or something. You know, I mean, he still had that like sad backstory. Yeah. But I felt that he, it went beyond that machismo thing. And I really liked that too. What did you think about the sci-fi chapters before we knew about the, the story? More about the story. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't like them. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of like skimmed over them because I felt maybe they would be important to the storyline, which they mm -hmm. ended up being, but I didn't care for them. Like the, the, the I am messages, but yeah, yeah, between them, it didn't really I, do anything for me. I noted that I really like, it's going to go into the sci-fi section. I really noted that I liked that Alexis gave Michelle a marketing job and Gabriel a like trainer gym job because I feel like in a lot of romance novels the main characters always have like I'm an author I'm an artist I'm a photographer you know I feel like those mm -hmm. are like the basic artistic stuff and this was right. different that was artistic and then as soon as I saw the sci-fi chapters I'm like oh someone wants to be a writer someone's going to end up being a writer and they're going <laughs> to write a novel at the end of this book that's what I, I was thinking Gabe was going to leave his gym job and be a sci-fi novelist and then Jasmine was going to pick up the movie or something and she was going to mm -hmm. her and Ashton were going to be in this movie together that's what yeah. I was thinking the connection was going but I'm glad it didn't go that way at all yeah no I'm I'm so glad it didn't go that way either I actually um, had predicted the book's ending, like not necessarily them coming together, but Gabe deciding to start his a whole other business mm -hmm. because I like in the very beginning, he talked about how much he hated having to do all the admin work and how much he missed actually being in there and, you know, working with clients and helping them move and stuff. So my first thought was like, well, if you don't like this one, why not take the money from your gym and yeah. open up your own practice? So I found myself throughout the book being like, hello, the answer is right there. Just do it. And yeah. you know, finding out that it, you know, Pal, Pal, Powell basically ran things mm -hmm. like answers right there. It's so simple. Let him buy you out and yeah. start your own business. So I would get my, like, get frustrated. I'm like, it's really not that difficult, guys. But when he finally got to that point and she wrote the storyline about how it was a difficult decision for him, I started to understand. Like it is yeah. an ending, a ch ending a chapter in his life. And it's, you go through that mourning period. But I also I think now. I felt like I understood why he was kind of scared at first to sell it because he didn't want to seem like a failure because he left his family for, to start this new life and then mm -hmm. to sell it would make them look like oh see it didn't even work out not that it necessarily didn't work out it was just a great opportunity but you know as a Hispanic family it's it doesn't look like that but yeah it's a, it's an awful thing to leave your family for any reason mm -hmm. to achieve a dream god forbid but I did like when they finally got caught oh okay <laughs> we'll move up. remind me if I don't ask you I have a I have a question for you about Ava oh but no okay I, li I like when they got caught and um and they started they went to the sweet 15 mm -hmm. because I could just feel that pressure you know when you have that new significant other and your family's like oh let me meet him you need to make sure you do your rounds because I want to see him so yeah I definitely yeah. felt that I really like that part. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much everything in this book resonated. Mm -hmm. Like we've all been there before somewhere in there. Yeah, I really, but I liked it because I'm the, I'm the type friend or family member. I'm going to tease you about it. So yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. I am very aware. Yes. Jess gets teased by me all the time. So. Often. Yes. Very, quite often. You know. Um, so, okay. Let me, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Um, what did you think of the, the side characters 
that she wrote, like, like Michelle's parents and mm-hmm. her grandmother and her cousins. So let me see. As f- let's start. The first one we got introduced was her cousin, Ava. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I, w- I was like, where the hell are the cousins? Because I know this is Michelle's story, but the cousins, were the primas were very, very involved in Jasmine's life when she was mm-hmm. here in New York. And I was like, what, where are they now? Like, I felt like they kind of disappeared. And then when Ava showed up, when she caught Gabe with no t-shirt on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I was just, I was thinking the same thing when she was like, why don't you have a t-shirt on, Gabe? Anyways, <laughs> um, I first in the beginning, I felt like she was kind of bland. I was like, okay. there's no really too much personality going there. But I'll ask you about the Ava situation later. And then once the parents got involved, I really liked them a lot, especially Michelle's parents, because I liked how the dad, because I feel like my husband's like this. I feel like the dad was very supportive in the sense that, okay, you're dating. It's Gabe, the boy next door who you grew up with but I'm here for you. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as for the mom, I'm, I would be just like, the mom. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I got to tell everybody in the whole family. <laughs> and da, da, da. So I like that about the mom. Uh, Julie, that's when you get older. My daughter's looking at me like, Oh, that's going to happen to me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> probably I can probably. almost guarantee it. Yes. I'll be calling you first too. So mm-hmm. you can tone me down. Yeah. But, um, calm down, ma'am. Calm down. As for Gabe's side of the family I didn't like how they were a little like the mom kind of was like oh why haven't you been around like she knew why he wasn't coming around I thought she knew which I do have a question for you is I guess I blocked it out what what happened at the wedding his Gabe's Theo asked him a question Mm -hmm. and it sparked a whole conversation about uh playing baseball oh and then his dad was saying Gabe thinks he's too good to play for the Yankees if I remember correctly Mm -hmm. and it kind of that just like was the catalyst for everything because Gabe at that point had already blown out his knee right Mm -hmm. yeah I couldn't play baseball anymore I remember reading that now that you're saying that but then when the next chapter came up, I was like, wait, what happened at the wedding again? <laughs> yeah, so, it got lost in the sauce. That's yeah. for sure. But like, all you know is that they had a big, you know, blowout at the wedding. That's the only thing I didn't like about Gabe's family, mom and dad. Like they kind of act like, oh, where you been this whole time? Kind of. They didn't say it like that. They're just like, it's been a long time since you've been back home and we're happy to see you. Like if nothing really happened, that's what bugged me. Yeah, um, I feel as if that um, that's pretty common, mm-hmm. though. You know, as we get older, we learn that some of the things that happen while we all grew up isn't what we want to continue on with our future generations and kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I think um, that's one of the things, like, when your parents would get mad at you and, you know, you would get mad at each other and you had a valid point and after you've both calmed down and they realize that you were right, you know, in some sense, mm-hmm. rather than actually apologizing to their child, they act as if nothing happened. Yeah. You know, and, and that was their way of um, sweeping it under the rug and being like, it's all okay. You know, we're not going to argue about this anymore. Um but they'll never admit they were wrong. But I did. I am glad that they finally said, like, we have stuff to talk about. There's things yeah. we need to talk about. But yeah, that and but in the beginning, I didn't think that was going to come up because in my Hispanic family, it's it, like you said, it's swept under the rug. It's not spoken of. It's pretend like it's another normal day. What happened mm-hmm. then is whatever. But that's right. the only thing I was feeling frustrated with. So I felt like I related a lot to Gabe's inner thoughts when it came to Mm -hmm. the family dynamic but I also understood that he missed that family closeness that family dynamic of being together everyone even though we don't like it 
family being involved in all our business when it's none of their business. Like you could tell and as you read his chapters that he was miss he did miss it. Like right. just being around his people. Right. I mean, you go this entire time constantly surrounded by them. You know, they're always there no matter what, even when they're driving you crazy. And then to not have them there at all, mm -hmm. you know, to not have that conversation, to not have those interactions, even something as simple as having family dinner that he yeah. didn't have any of that. So, yeah, I could see how he would miss that. And it definitely sh showed in his chapters, yeah. his sections. Okay. What were we saying? <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's just move on to the question I have about Ava for, oh, you know what? Answer your question for me. Because since this is being a split audio, it can't hear. It. I'm going to edit out my noise. But oh, okay. what do you right. think about the side characters? Um, you know what? I actually really liked the side characters because um, I think Alexis really did grasp and capture, you know, the essence of the many different types of people in our family. Like mm -hmm. I come from a really big family and um, there are those those uh we you know i have some theas that we call ma bill because they're the people that you can't tell anything anything to because within 15 20 minutes the rest of the family will know oh yeah and I it's like like if you're trying to keep a secret you know like you're trying to surprise somebody don't tell ma bell because it'll be all over the place we have two of them that are like that you know and that do they that know they're like that me, huh do they know they're like that they claim that they don't know, but they know, and we all know who it is. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I felt like that was a lot like Michelle's mom, where Michelle's mom got super excited and was like, Michelle is dating somebody and tells mm -hmm. the entire family. That's too funny. So, I mean, the, we have people like that. Then you also have the people who, um, you know, like his, his godfather, his Theo Marco, you know, who are there for you. And be like, you know, I got your back. I'll support you. I'll be that mediator between your parents when you don't have, you know, when you feel like you don't have that support from them. And then you have people that are, are like his parents, you know, like, like his dad. Um, I just felt that she really captured a lot of the different types of personalities and that reside within a Hispanic family. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important because Although there is a lot of us out there and there are a lot of Hispanic authors and actors and people within the culture that are really showing it, it's not widely seen. Mm -hmm. You know, they may be out there, but they don't get the representation that they need. And I think that's important because, you know, you you grow up your entire life and you read you read books, you watch movies and um, you watch TV shows. And very rarely is there somebody on TV that looks like you yeah, or has your voice in a book, you know? So it's nice to see that there are people out there who are capturing the essence of Hispanic families and Hispanic culture. And that's one thing that I really, really like about her books is because of that, because you can feel it. Like I, yeah. it's not even about just re you're reading the pages and you have to imagine the scenario, but you can feel the tension or like the quinceanera scene. Like you could feel that like, damn, like I have to go through this whole a hall just to say hi to everybody. And I have to deal yeah, with, you lived like, it. Oh, is this, this your boyfriend? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> even yeah, though they all exactly. know him. Like you already met him and know him and you don't need to ask me as my boyfriend. You should know, but yep. yeah, yeah, no, they've all, they've all lived it or we've mm -hmm. all lived it. So we all can attribute some type of uh, memory to yeah. every scenario that's happened in this book. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I agree. The, I mean, me I think about, you know, my, my family, that we try at least you know half of us live here in texas the other half live in california and we try to do family dinners but family dinners is like 15 people so could you imagine going to a restaurant and like okay we're just meeting up for dinner it's friday and no, we well need a table for 20 <laughs> you might as well do a potluck <laughs> exactly exactly so it was nice 
you know, when she talked about the barbecues and there was like third or family dinners and it was like 30 mm-hmm. people and counting. I'm like, yeah, that's family. Oh, yeah. dinner. And Gabe wasn't used to it no more. He said. Yep. Yeah. Which is and awful. Yeah. I was like, when he had said that, that that's when I was like, damn, you kind of like with COVID, like it, when getting back with your family, it's like, damn, I forgot how big my family is. Cause you're so, cause you, we were such in a year of just who was in your household kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So when he went back to his family, I was like, damn, he must've been like anxiety high level when that happened yeah. because it was yeah. just him and Fabian for the longest time. Him and Fabian. Fabian, his business partner for those right. who the book. <laughs> and listening to spoilers for who knows what reason. If you made it yeah. this far. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, he just had Fabian and Fabian, even Fabian had his own family. He had mm-hmm. his own family to worry about and own family partner to go home and talk to um, when he needed to bounce off his ideas or talk to somebody. Yeah. And Gabe didn't have that. He strictly it was just him. made it just to where it's just him and he's yeah. alone. And that's not a way to live. Like, it's just, I mean, you can, you know, we all need our alone time, but let's be real. It's nice to have some type of family and family doesn't necessarily mean blood. You can choose who your family is and who you want to be surrounded by, but you should have somebody that helps. Um, What did you think about the first interaction of their sex scene? (laughs) Because it went really quick. That was my first thought. <laughs> that was my first thought. I was like, dang, uh, how far are we into this? Yeah, I was like, okay, happened. Alexis, like it just you know. happened. Um I thought it was awesome though. I really did because um, you know, these two people have loved each other for a really long time and they've had emotions for each other and feelings for each other for a long time. And they're grown adults and they had the choice to act on it if they wanted to. And they took advantage of that. But and I, I, do, I thought it was great. Oh, I no, do like how Michelle was very confident, was like, let's have sex. Like, we just need yeah. to get this over with. I was like, yeah. damn, Michelle, I would not be <laughs> able to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I think that's important, though, because I think that's, you know, a way of saying, like, no we should not judge women for Mm -hmm. being like, you know what, let's do it. You know, we haven't seen each other in a while, or this is our first time meeting, but I'm connecting with you. Like, let's just get it done. Let's do it. It's a physical, natural interaction. Why the heck not? Oh, what did you think about when she said the word? Oh, it was fine. When Gabe was like, talking about their first time doing it. And he thought he in his mind, it was like fireworks everywhere. <laughs> Hilarious because yeah. that, that is something I would do. When he, when she said that, I was like, oh man, Gabe's going to be like, my challenge mode is on. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's what I thought was going to yeah, happen. Challenge accepted. Yes. I mean, you kind of hope that that would be it, right? Like, yeah. because for her, it was excellent as well, but she was not about to tell him that. Yeah. She was not about to say how great it was. Because so it was like, oh, head. challenge accepted. It could only get better. Okay. Yeah. He would have had a big head after that if she told him that. For sure. And then the strip tease scene. <laughs> Girl. Uh, it was cringy for me. It was cringy. I was like, that was definitely uh, a cheesy I mean, part, but it was cute. It was cute, but it was so cheesy. I was like, we don't need this. But I guess that some women really do like that stuff, right? They like their guy to be cheese ball. I, I'm not that type, but I mean, that, I guess Michelle yeah. likes it. That's, that I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, damn, the sex scenes like came real quick. Cause with Jasmine, we had to wait a little, little more, not halfway, a little bit before halfway. Oh yeah. We, we waited it. a long time, but that was also like. I think that was because, you know, that's how the character was supposed to be. They were both mm-hmm. guarded. They yeah. were both really guarded. One was guarded because he was scared of his family being discovered. The other was guarded because she went through a horrible breakup and didn't yeah. want to ruin her career. Recently. Mm-hmm. Recently. Yeah. Didn't want to ruin her career. So it, the, it just shows 
Like when you read the two books and you kind of compare them, it just shows the different types of women that are out there and the different types of things that, you know, like different, not to say like morals and values, because they're pretty much the same, but, you know, like everybody's different and there's no judgment amongst women. Oh, what is, okay. I already know my answer, but I'm going to ask you first. Is there something in particular that you really liked in this book between Michelle and Gabe or family or whatever? Like anything? Anything. What I did like about it was the two main characters themselves. Um, I like how Alexis made Michelle out to be a strong, independent woman who also had, you know, but she also showed the flip side of that. She had the insecurities and the things that most people wouldn't know or see because she kept keeps that all bottled in. Mm-hmm. And the same with Gabe, you know, he's super successful and has all this stuff going on for him. And of course, handsome and all this, but there's also a sensitivity to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he has his own issues and guards up. And I think it was really important that she showed that men can be sensitive too. Like yeah. they, they deserve to be, I'm not going to say completely coddled, but heard and mm-hmm. understood and that it's complicated and they don't have to just man up and, you know, be, get over it, rub some dirt on it and it's fine. You know, not, not every man is like that. And I think that's what I love the most about it is that she showed these two strong characters, but that they also have these dynamic sides. What I really liked the book, about the book is the communication before he got the bad news. But more not the bad news, <laughs> but about the gym. Their communication yeah. was on point. I was like, I don't see no issues here. He's going to end up moving back <laughs> to New York. He's going to have this gym here. They're talking about their feelings. They're opening up like... I thought these this whole week in this book was going perfect. And so I really liked about that about the book because in all honesty, nowadays people don't communicate very well like that. Like this is what I like obviously in this the sex scenes, this is what I want. This is how like let's just do it. Let's get it over with. And then I just realized she's in the room with me. <laughs> Anyways, um <laughs> And then what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And then with him, just like how he felt, well, he would keep some things inside, like the I love you mm-hmm. and that I'm falling for you. But everything else he was pretty open with because yeah. you know, those other things are, it's a big step to say those things. And like his family, because I didn't think he was going to tell her about what happened with his family until late in the book. I was very surprised that it even happened as soon as it did. So mm-hmm. that's one thing I really liked about the book. Yeah, no, you're right that this book showed that there was a lot of open communication um, down many avenues, but especially between them, because as you get older, like you do realize that that's one of the main things you really do want in a relationship and lead in a relationship is that open communication and everything that comes with that, you know, better sex, better relationship. Like there's so much good that comes with open communication because so I could see why you would love that. She does have a lot of that. I don't know. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyways, <laughs> do you have any other questions? Uh, are we going to get into uh, the bisexuality point or do you want to kind of hold off on that? We can. I don't. So both characters are bisexual in this book, but honestly, mm-hmm. like that didn't affect anything for me. I don't really Besides what? That they didn't tell their family and it's just kind of between them two? Yeah, I mean, well, the, I think that's another important thing to talk about is because, um, you know, not to say that every family is like this, but mm-hmm. you find a lot of times in Hispanic families that um, even discussing being gay or any type of form of being queer in any way Mm -hmm. is frowned upon and it's hard for people to talk about. So Gabe mentions that he is bisexual, but he's never talked about it with his family, but he's also not 
denying it. Yeah. You know what and I, mean? I and feel Michelle like that's the same way. And I feel like that's very common, I guess, in our very known in our culture to be like that. Even family members like gave dad and mom may have a sense that he could be he's possibly bisexual, but they're never going to openly say anything if it's something that they don't want really to be known. You know what I mean? Right. So, but right. yeah, I, I honestly, I understood why I, well, I don't really understand. I just felt like it didn't play too much into the book. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. So I really have no thoughts about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm glad that she put it in there. She kind of touched on the subject because, you know, it is something that needs to be discussed. Um, but you're right. It didn't really like have any type of effect on the book itself because it's these two characters that love each other immensely you know remember what I was gonna say now I think their communication was great because they were best friends first yeah because Jasmine and Aston didn't have great communication because they weren't friends they were already lusting over each other compared to them they had all these years of just you know when you're friends you just kind of brained up all day every day with each other and there's exactly. no filter and now like, I mean they were, yeah and oh, they, go on. oh no no I'm like adding to that is they knew so much about each other like their facial expressions or mm-hmm. the way they would say something it was like they knew when they would say one thing but really they meant another yeah so yeah no you're absolutely right I think that the fact that they were best friends first really made a difference Oh, what did you think about um, him being caught with the condoms by his dad in the grocery store? Oh, God. I thought that was so funny. It was hilarious. And it was much a much needed comedic relief mm-hmm. to something that was um, you were worried about. You know, like the that, whole time, like, oh, crap, are his parents going to catch okay. him being in New York? And his dad did, but at the worst possible time. And like, I can't imagine doing like if my any of my parents caught me. Like, would what would you do with the? I would literally toss the box and be like, well, "Let's walk. <laughs> let's continue walking, whatever direction they're facing." <laughs> like I was, uh, I was just reading them. Yeah, well, they I'm were doing there. Research. I'm so doing research. I'm just kind of looking at them. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'll just make up some job that I'm doing because. My family knows I do odd jobs sometimes. Say so you're doing it for YouTube. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is you it a YouTube video? You know how they do, like, you can put, like, Amazon descriptions and stuff? Oh, and yeah. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Well, I need to remember that line in case that ever happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was hired by Amazon to write about their condoms. So about Ava, the cousin. Mm-hmm. What did you, before I say what I have to say, what did you think about her? Like, as in a sense of, I guess, anything, anything and everything. Did you like what? just as a, like as a character or okay, just her let, interactions? Okay. I'll just say what I have to say and then you can go from there. Okay. Yeah. Hit me. So Ava, I felt she was kind of boring. And then I found out that she's a She's a teacher of some sort. I don't know what grade level, but she's a teacher. So I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Not that all teachers are boring, but I mean, they have a certain demeanor to them. <laughs> and patience. Like, yeah, patience. Because she was very, okay, I listened to this on audiobook. And first of all, the narrator is excellent for the audiobook. And when she would do Ava's voice, it was very calm, like, you know what I mean? Very calm. I'm here. I'm your friend. I'm your family member. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and Jasmine is total opposite, obviously, from yeah. the book that we read last time. Yeah. And then I found out that she's been divorced. And then I was like, okay, well, that explains why she's more one calm about what Michelle's going through. And she doesn't understand why Michelle wasn't like opening up to her about what was going on or that Kate was even there. But I just felt there was no... I guess like your words, I don't know what other words to use, but like there was no depth to her in this book. Mm-hmm. We didn't really get much of her or even like a peek of what will possibly be in her novel. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was, that's what your problem is. I was like, is- what is going on? Like, can we get like, okay, 
she seems like she's happy to be single like i don't know she's i mean i'm sure she i'm sure she is happy um and i think that's probably where our differences on ava relies because i think Mm -hmm. what you're searching for is that backstory like oh where could ava's story actually take off to where can it lead um i didn't find her boring and i'll tell you why um i just found her to be that cousin um not even necessarily cousin but the person who you go to who is you that calming force for you mm-hmm. who has that um their head screwed on straight in a sense where yeah. like when you're wilding out and you're spinning out and you're um all you can think of is the negative and all the things that can go wrong she is that person for Michelle and Jasmine where they could run to and she'd be like okay let's set this straight in a really calm manner and I I I liked her I didn't think that she was boring or anything I just felt like I wanted more of her in this book because I really felt like all like Jasmine and Ava they weren't really that existent in this and right in this novel but like I mean, they were like, in, in the first one yeah that's basically it but I get it Jasmine has her filming career she has to work and travel <laughs> Ava has her students to deal with <laughs> and and her Miss- kids doesn't oh. she have kids I don't remember if she has kids I just remember she said um or did I make that up in my head do you have a theory on what her novel may be Ava's she's divorced for sure yes for sure I think that um where they're gonna take it I feel like she has kids right or was she just babysitting I don't remember girl if anything happened past chapter 20 I just hurried up so I have vague memory yeah (laughs) I feel like it was at the beginning of the book when she was talking about um oh I think possibly because there is a scene where the kids oh no 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 she was babysitting her sister Monica's three children for the day oh okay and her cousin Ava had come over to help okay so it wasn't her kid she's just a teacher um I think my theory is of course she's gonna find love again and this time it's going to be somebody that she works with, obviously. Um, I hope so it's an older man. Another teacher or new principal. assistant principal, something like that. Oh, yeah. I like the new assistant principal. But I would like him to be a little older, Alexis. Please make him a little, you know, silver fox. That's what I would I could like. get behind that. I could get behind that. They oh, do exist. One thing I got to tell you about this book, I felt like... I had to get my lazy ass up because how much he talked about her body. I was like, right. Yeah. And then look at his arms. You can tell he's a gym trainer person. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was like, if Alexis was trying to give a message was like, get your lazy ass up and go to the gym. That's how I felt. Cause he could, he just kept saying like, Oh, her curves, her ass. Oh. And then he talked about her boobs so much in this book. Loved her boobs. Yeah. That, that was very apparent. Yes. Yeah. No, I know. I, I felt the same way. I was like, dang, I need to get out and do something here. Yeah. Need to work on all and this. Then what else? There was something else I was going to say the gym the oh i do like that there was only one scene that he called her baby i was happy with that we heard it maybe three or four times because if those who heard our last episode of the spanish love deception we did not like that but this time so I was happy. annoying mm-hmm. and then once he because i was when i listen to an audiobook sometimes i'll skim the other words uh, just to see like oh or, like what's going on here like can we hurry up if I feel like I'm getting bored or something yeah and then I saw babe and I was like oh thank goodness he's calling her babe now like not baby so yeah no I was no I that. I was really thankful it's like oh there was no weird cheesy uh pet names that they had for each other other than the fact that they called her Michi that we can truly say we're big Alexis how do you say her last name again Daria Daria fans yes <laughs> we're big fans of hers I don't think anything she I don't think anything she will write we will dislike to be honest I I completely agree 
I am 100% a fan of Alexis Daria. I love her stuff and I agree with you. I don't think there's really anything that she's going to be able to put out that we're not going to like or connect to in some way. I, I think I we need her. to do her audiobook. I mean, not her audiobook, her podcast. Let me see how much it is. Maybe we can do that for October. And apparently there's also a truck off of Manchac, Cejas Biria, that is supposedly really, really good. Um, it, well, we definitely need to get together soon because it's been a while. And also, mm-hmm. I'm trying to get out of the house more and stuff like oh. Let me end this real quick. Thank you for all those listening to Slightly Bookish and enjoyed me and Jess's chaos of talking about a lot like adios because this was definitely not outlined at all to stay on topic. <laughs> all over the place. All over the place. Yes. But um, you'll see. You'll see. You'll, you'll hear Jess again in October. That's when I think I'm going to have a book with you again one month are we in okay this this is for the month we're in may when we're recording but this is for june and then i have one for july i have someone for august so you'll get jess in september and october (laughs) yep that'd be me i'll be here so if you want to recommend a book for september for us to read let us know unless you have a book you want to throw in not yet I'm sure one will pop up eventually, but yeah. if anybody has any recommendations, throw them my way. Yeah. I think, I think they're, I could use some good recommendations here. Yeah. Same here. Well, I feel like I'm overwhelmed with recommendations. So send them to Jess and she can vet them for me. <laughs> yes. You can send them to me. I'll take a look and be like, that's up our alley. Bet. It's on. So other than that, keep reading friends and talk later. Bye.